Big Dog Ball Talk. Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel. Nice and calm, nice and relaxed. Wow. First thing in the, the morning, because I don't think, from the sounds of it, from what I've heard this weekend, not everyone appreciated my energy right off the top of the last <laughs> podcast. Have you heard from uh, other people, too? I, 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 may have, I may have heard from a few other uh, other listeners, few few other people with I liked uh, it. investments. It was shocking at the beginning, but I liked it. Well, now I think Especially it's almost thinking like... back on it. Yeah, I want to I, I want to change the pace. I want to bring, you know, some positivity and just some some relaxation and calm to everyone's lives. Okay. Uh for at least this fake 5 minutes that I'm providing uh, for for this little gimmick that that I'm putting on. Thank you, uh, Matt. But uh and yeah, I, I think that you know, I probably should be thanked in some regard because <laughs> uh, I, I am doing this for everybody else. Uh but, but it's sure. a thankless job at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh and I think especially after this weekend, you know, the man-made construct that is time, uh, fucking everyone's day up. Uh, why do we have to lose the hour? We're, we're ready to go. We spring ahead and now it's all yeah. fucked up. I mean, it's better because, you know, now we're not going to bed and it's uh, been dark out since 3.30. But, yeah. uh, I mean, uh, I, I would rather hold on to that hour still somehow. I mean, uh, it's... Yeah. Uh, it's kind of bullshit. Just go backwards like 12 hours. Give us a whole day off. It's all fake anyways. <laughs> that would be easier. Just a sleep day. Everybody, it's National Sleep Day. Yeah, go back 12 hours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I do get, I, I, it does feel nice, you know, when, when yeah, I looked out the window yesterday at 7. It was still light out. I was like, this mm-hmm. is this is kind of nice. Uh, I mean, I was working anyway, so who gives a shit? But, uh, but really, I mean, it was 6 o'clock. It really was six o'clock, and now, but now I don't know but, how to feel. But really, it was seven o'clock. It, well, now I, you know, we get up for this podcast, and it's like I feel extra tired. It's like, yeah, it's really, uh, you know, getting up at six, whatever it was. But you know, that's the give and take. I'm cool with it. But yeah, why do we have to? Why, just, just, just leave it alone. I mean, I, what is it supposed to be accomplishing in the fall? I don't know. Like, what, what, why do we fall back, Matt? I don't know. Alex, can you look into this? Get something yeah. ready for us. Um, Alex, figure it out for PowerPoint. Monday, no, or, or Friday, I should say. But <laughs> yeah, it's weird. But you know, um, I'm you know, spring's my favorite season, man. I, I we 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 were through this last year. We went through it's it. So stupid. I fucking love it. It's mud season. I don't care. I love it. Mud. His mother was a mother. Uh, yeah. But uh, someone else's mother was probably a mother. Maybe Julius Randle, as he uh, he he uh, he upset. Uh, the Lakers, you know, he was he really put in the work there down low. Uh, had, had a great game, but even in that win, Jordan, I mean, I think that it's uh, it's worth uh, mentioning. You know, it's uh, our favorite shit team to talk about, uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, they uh, th- they're always in the mix. They're always putting in uh, a little bit of work here and there. And with D'Angelo Russell back in the lineup, uh, they've looked like a new team. Uh, yeah. Obviously, taking the four point loss to the to the New York Knicks last night uh, on, and this was at home, and the Knicks were without Jalen Brunson. Uh, so not exactly the best way we end to be pumping their tire or loss to be pumping their tires off of. But uh, I mean, you look at yeah. uh, the way that D'Lo's handling himself. Back to back games. Uh, where he looked sensational. He looked amazing. Uh, and Anthony Davis kind of looks like Mitchell Robinson. Uh, it's, <laughs> so I, I think of anything, Jordan, this should be an impromptu mini version of who's the big dog? Because without <laughs> LeBron, uh, the big dog adjacent, uh, big dog junior, big dog light, whatever you want to call it, uh, I think it's got to be D'Lo because Anthony Davis, uh, you know, back-to-back, uh, I would kind of go, uh, go as far as to say a stinker. I mean, he got 16 boards in this one, but... Uh, yeah. I mean, four, eight for 18 shooting, one for five from the charity stripe. He missed his three uh, and, and all around. Didn't really impact the uh, the box score 
like he was. Like uh, uh, the, since the the beginning of the month, he was averaging, uh, I believe, twenty eight and a half points coming into this, and that was including his uh, his pretty whack game against the the Toronto Raptors. Uh, so yeah. it's uh, it's interesting yeah. to see his scoring numbers rise, and then the second you get anyone else put in that lineup that has any kind of uh, inclining to dominate the ball, like D'Lo. Now his numbers just completely drop. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I think that if you really are going to look at it, D'Lo, big dogs, he alphas Anthony Davis, which is crazy <laughs> because you would think, you know, the guy that uh, was supposed to be one of the, the, the top players, uh, you know, in the league, uh, the, the so-called by a lot of people, uh, yeah. is now taking a backseat to a guy who was uh, just beefing with Rudy Gobert. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it doesn't take much to out big dog Anthony Davis. You know, I think I no. could do it. I think I could go in there. Um, mm, you know, you? just attitude wise. Oh man, I, I'd hit it from the outside. You know, I'd play. I'd play hey. defense. I'd be taking charges. I'd uh, you know, I mean, you've seen me play. I don't need to describe it to you. Um, but uh, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you go back a, a few games when the Lakers uh beat Memphis um before um. D'Lo came back and you know Anthony Davis put up a 30 and 20 game so yeah. you're right I mean he's he goes off he Anthony Davis is that exact type of player and these guys are all over the NBA where he will put up the best stats in like the weirdest scenario like the situation where you need them the least like not that yeah. they didn't need that win against Memphis or you know whatever like it's always good when you put up great stats but when you absolutely at least since the bubble season when AD was good through the playoffs like he he's just not been able to play well when the Lakers need it the most. It's been very very weird and uh, continue you know continuing now you know, like he plays a little bit better um, you know more a little bit more up to standard last night against the Knicks and they win. I mean because I feel like everyone's like and including me I kind of got sucked into it a, lo- a little bit. I'm like oh my god the Lakers have turned it around. They did beat the Raptors yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, it's like whatever. Uh, well, hello. We're we'll get to the Raptors too. They fucking suck. Oh, for fuck's sakes, I'm right off them again. But uh, anyway, the Lakers. Back down in eleventh, they were up there like, oh, you know, we're 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 sniffing the playoffs, and they still are because everything's so jumbled up. Like you know, Utah um, uh, with an identical record as them, all, all the way up at ninth, but New Orleans at twelfth, an identical record to them as as them uh, as well. Like New Orleans has started to put a little bit of something together here after a shit run. So the Lakers, like, they're still hanging in the balance here at eleventh. So you know, Anthony Davis. Uh, this kind of wish-washy stuff, you know, you know, you're having these okay games um, isn't going to fly. But yeah, luckily, I mean, D'Lo, especially in that that win against the Raptors. I mean, the Raptors uh, uh, held AD to under ten. Like they defended him yeah. really well. They had OG on him. They were cycling guys. Um, it, uh, but you know, they the Lakers came out on top. Yeah, because you know, D'Lo again. I, I I was very critical of D'Lo even this year. I said one of the worst starting point guards in the league. I stand by that. But he has been having an awesome shooting year. An awesome yeah, shooting year. Yeah. And so, especially in this role with the Lakers, where you've got other guys who uh, you know are, are out there to defend, then D'Lo makes sense. And, and he's good. And, like, you know, so even though he leaves a lot to be desired, and I'm, I'm not the biggest fan, I, in this role and, you know, in the right situation, D'Lo can excel. And especially when he's when he's on offensively. And, and that's what he's, you know, been been doing he's been hitting threes he's been getting to the rim he's got a little bit of his floater game back and and he's and he's opened up uh you know the playmaking aspect that the lakers don't have when lebron is out that they they literally needed when all they had was russell westbrook like that was that's what that was what they were you know stooping to having to play russ just to get any 
semblance of ball movement, you know, playmaking. Um, and so, yeah, Russ has been, I mean, uh, D'Angelo Russ Ole has been a uh, godsend, godsend for, for these guys. Like, uh, he, he's been great. Um, and, and, yeah, I mean, the last night's game, there was, there was a close loss, obviously, like, like you were pointing out. You know, the Knicks, they don't have Brunson. Um, but, you know, they, they've been... They've been pretty formidable, even without him. We we saw them go yep. into Boston and win that game. So you know it was a, it was a close game, and 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 yeah. R.J. Uh, Barrett wanted to have his uh, his one for every ten sick games where it's like, yeah. oh, is this guy going to be good? No, maybe. <laughs> no, probably not. It keeps you uh, keeps you guessing out there. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like thirty three from from D'Lo, eight assists, six for eleven from three, thirteen from nineteen overall. Like incredible efficiency. Um, and and yeah, I mean the guy the guy's playing uh, out of his mind. And I, I my only thing is. Can he like this is the question you know with when Jordan Poole goes off when Steph is out when all these guys go off when the lead guy is out like when LeBron comes back like LeBron this full team hasn't really got a chance to play together yet uh, no they only no play, they, they, like, st- they still got injuries going on right now yeah yeah so like well, I would like to see if D'Lo can continue to be that you know big dog quasi big dog whatever you want to call him medium sized dog when LeBron gets back and then where Anthony Davis fits in there like you've got those three guys you know offensively. Um, you know, LeBron's, you know, even, even though he's 82 is going to continue to, uh, you know, probably be the leading scorer on, you know, most nights, uh, you know, he's, he's been an incredible scorer this year, but then, you know, who are you relying on? Do you want Anthony Davis to be that second guy or is it now D'Lo now who you want to get more shots? Like, so that, (laughs) and this is, this is a crazy time to be figuring this all out. Like for, for the Lakers again, sitting down there in 11th, two games under 500, but but yep. we'll see. I mean, they've definitely shown signs of life, and yeah, you're right. I mean, AD he needs he needs someone in there, man. He's he's shown you know that this is the uh, the evidence uh, for for the past however long. He needs someone to come in there, take take the reins, take the top spot, and say, you know, AD play your defense, hit your shots. I'll take care of everything else. Because uh, yeah, with without that, he uh, he kind of flounders. So for, good for D'Lo. He's in the perfect spot to succeed. And um, yeah, the, the 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 we'll see how the Lakers do, but. Ultimately, they're going to need their full team back if they want any chance, and that's still a ways away. Yeah, and it, it's it's. I think it'll be interesting to see how LeBron pairs up with D'Lo because uh, you know he D'Lo does have the potential to be a really good playmaker. Like we've seen yeah. it, uh, you know, when when he has the ball in his hands to make the make those plays. And LeBron is, as we've established, can play off ball no problem. Like uh, that, yeah. that's fine. But it's just. How will D'Lo be able to transition to playing off ball? Because you know, I'm yeah. sure they'll be able to split the uh, the ball handling duties. Uh, I don't think they brought him in there to to just be an outside shooter uh, while LeBron kind of dominates things. I think that they they do probably want D'Lo to to orchestrate a lot throughout the first couple quarters. But I think once you get to the fourth, then it's going to be okay. Can D'Lo run off ball screens? Can D'Lo uh, make a, even yeah. a cut to the rim? Just something, just be, uh, to be able to see this movement because I think that's going to be the, the the main focus for. Really, any Lakers uh, fan out there that you you have to to hope that D'Lo can transition to that and kind of buy in because otherwise yeah. uh, you're just going to get into one of those situations where he's going to be wanting to, to get his touches and his shots. Uh, LeBron's going to be wanting to get his. Anthony Davis will probably complain when they complain and say that he also would like to to get more touches because <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he doesn't want to be left out. Uh, but but I think that this should. Like even with this loss to to the Knicks, uh, I if I'm a Lakers fan, like this should be encouraging to watch. Yeah, uh, just to see them get a couple wins in a row without LeBron, because again, this is another situation that we said 
without LeBron now, this would be make or break. And they're they're fighting. They're at least making this respectable. They're not yeah. uh, just rolling over and uh, and, and letting the season die out. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're they're right in there. I mean, they're still tied with uh, you know, even though they're they they don't have the uh, the tiebreaker uh, as far as the standings go. There's still the uh, the same amount of games back uh, as the Thunder uh, at ten. And uh, the the Pelicans, obviously, uh, as you mentioned as well, are, are tied with them. So three teams right there, uh, and the Jazz are also thirteen. So four teams, pardon me, uh, yeah. that are all the, in that same mix uh, for two seeds. So I mean, the the Lakers, uh, they might have a couple games against uh, some of those teams coming up, and uh, if they can get those wins, could be completely uh, you know season changing. So I, I definitely I've been lower on the Lakers this season, but uh, yeah. even off a loss, I, I'm feeling pretty good, but. Anthony Davis, don't let D'Lo just dominate you anymore, man. You gotta, you gotta have some dignity out there. You gotta, you gotta find something in your soul and uh, figure out where the, the the New Orleans Anthony Davis went. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to figure out what the hell happened there. Um, but uh, maybe, maybe this is just the Anthony Davis that we know now. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, save, I think it is. Save, Saving himself for the postseason, you just can't get up for the regular season games anymore. Uh, Literally, he can't because he's injured. Yeah, can't, exactly. Can't stand up. Yeah. Uh, another uh, team in the Western Conference, a uh, bit of a, a different uh, side of the ball here uh, with uh, the, their situation. Number one, Denver Nuggets uh, in the Western Conference, but uh, actually this team facing the uh, the first little stretch of adversity, and they're they're pre- they're fully healthy pretty well, and they've yep. lost three games in a row uh, to some pretty should be four, me- yeah, not mediocre, but uh, you know. Well, you know what? The Bulls and the Spurs are pretty mediocre. And, uh, I mean, even yeah. the Nets' uh, two-point loss at home isn't uh, anything great either. Uh, yeah. So, Jordan, I mean, like, is this time to start worrying about the Denver Nuggets uh, in a way? Because, obviously, their offense is amazing. And, you know, these games were all close. Uh, or relatively, the Bulls kind of took it to them, which is a weird thing to say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, and, and it's been talked about a little bit in the NBA media. So, you know, we figured we'd go at it here. Uh, Nikola Jokic may be the uh, you know the the the, the be all and end all with this team, and especially the end all because it seems the teams have wisened up to the fact that he's got slow feet. He's yes. not really the the greatest lateral mover, which has been known. Uh, yep. And if you target him and you attack him underneath the rim, more than often than not, you'll either get by him or he'll foul you because he just doesn't have those uh, those God given abilities to to get up and block your shot or or really yeah. get to the spot before you can. So it, it kind of seems like right now, and and it's weird because we haven't seen you know maybe since James Harden uh, teams attack uh, an offensive superstar so aggressively on defense because they simply just can't get a stop. And uh, I think when you look uh, up and down the Western Conference, if you have a glaring hole uh, at the five, that's a uh, that's rough. Uh, yeah. you you don't really want to try and get into all out shootouts when you're in the uh, the NBA playoffs because uh, not every bucket's guaranteed. But uh, if people are just going to drive it at your possibly three time MVP, that's yeah. uh, that's not really a good luck either. That's uh, that's going to send the vibes right down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he like I, I think the the discussion about him being a, a defender you know it's, it's been really interesting like wh- whether or not he's good like basically since he uh you know he vaulted up into mvp conversation 3 years ago like it was like people were you know it, it's been a conversation since then and yeah he, he, you you can you can you know if you're coming up against him you know under the rim there, he he provides virtually no like he just doesn't get off the ground so it's kind of like this he's he's a big body but he doesn't do anything to really change your shot unless he's already in like perfect position um yeah so 
Yeah, he, he and I think that's always been true about him. So like I, this this I don't know what's going on these last three games that they've lost because I don't think that that should be like news to anyone. Like I, I think mm-hmm. that should like for for you know the perimeter players of, of the Bulls, you know Levine and DeRozan, like they they would have known that. Um, you know all, everyone you know Pop and the Spurs would have known that and tried to exploit that. You know in the past, so I think that's definitely part of it, and and it's true. I mean you you look. Like recently, um, you know, I, I I think it was out floating on Twitter, like this compilation of, of guys just getting right by Jokic, uh, you yeah. know, he, him him providing no uh, resistance at the rim at all. And so, yeah, that's a real thing. And I think when I'm, when I'm looking at, you know, the, the last three games, I think Jokic, as good as he's been, um, you know, sort of being able to stay on the court um, and, you know, barely ever missing time with injury and being very uh, durable, I think he's to me maybe getting a little bit tired here towards the end of the season like this is the mm-hmm. these are the dog days it's kind of coming down to the end he's missed like, barely you, any you'd time like to, you'd like to see deandre jordan get some more minutes oh i would love that i would love it uh thomas bryant uh doesn't uh we won't provide no, much more we, rim, rim protection either we won't, but we, we won't we won't dj yeah it's true i i do want dj but uh like i i just think you know for for Jokic, if for the people who defend him and say, you know, he, no, he's he's actually an okay defender. You know, advanced stats say he's a good defender. Yada yada yada. I think that can be true, but he's he he can't. He's he's like he needs to be completely locked in on that end for that to be true. Like, if there's mm-hmm. any sense of I need to take this play off a little bit. Oh, I'm tired. I'm a little bit gassed. He he's not doing anything. Like he and, and that's kind of what I've seen. Like him just kind of walking to the cup after guys get around him. And I I think. Just generally, he was competing a little bit more earlier on in the season. Like I, I just think some some fatigue has kind of worn him down, which is not the best sign. I think he can probably, you know, maybe maybe, maybe Mike Malone will give him some rest here down the course of the, the the season. You know, he's he's healthy by all accounts, so I think he can turn that back on a little bit in the playoffs. But I think that's part of it right now, and I think yeah. just the the Nuggets as a whole look a little slow footed to me. In these three games that they've lost, their transition defense has been absolutely ass, horrible, terrible. Like these t- team, like the Spurs, just gets out and run runs off a miss uh, and has almost no resistance at all. He just gets right to the rim for and ones, kickouts, yep. anything you want. Um, and 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 that that was true in the the other uh, you know the the Chicago game and the Brooklyn game as well. Like just get the teams getting whatever they want and still just overall for the season, Denver's a 15th ranked ranked defense. Like for all this talk and, about and you even know, then. That's probably over. Uh, that's over exceeding expectations because yeah. Jamal Murray, not really a good defender no. either. Michael Porter Jr., not a no. good defender. Uh, no. I, I I don't think Aaron Gordon relying- is really that great of a defender. Well, like he's, 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 he's he's better than he's the best defender on the team, honestly. Uh, him and KCP, he, him and KCP yeah. are the guys who try, and then Bruce Brown tries, and everyone else you have to but kind of cover but up. But they're for. not like lockdown guys; like they're no. solid defenders. But if those yeah. are the best defenders on your team, your team yeah. defense sucks. Yeah, so yeah, and then, so that's the issue. I mean, that's the issue been the issue this entire time. I mean, I that's what I've continually said. Like, I feel a lot better for as Denver as this team that could come out of the West if they yeah had any. Uh, proven, uh, you know, really good defenders on their team. And I do think KCP is, a you know, the perfect kind of 3 and D guy that you want. I think he can lock mm-hmm. down perimeter guys well enough. But, yeah, there's a lot on his his shoulders and a lot on Aaron Gordon's shoulders to be this, like, Draymond-type guy. You know, I think he'd do a lot better with, with without having to, uh, you know, he, he, like, it, it's a lot to put on him, let's just say. Like, yeah, Aaron Gordon yeah. is, like, the front court defender that, 
you know, everything kind of falls on him. Um, and and so so yeah, I think it's partly Jokic individually, but just as as a team, like and coming down to the course of the season here, a long season that um, you know that the Nuggets in particular, you know, they they've been. They've won a lot of games, and typically when you win a lot of games, you're 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 trying hard throughout the season. You you haven't uh, you know taken any sort of stretches off. Uh, you you've been going full out, and, and by the time you get you know around here mid March, uh, it it gets tough to keep that intensity intensity level up. And and yeah. and they're just they're just not gifted, uh, you know, physically or just by personnel to to be good at defense without trying. And I think that's just kind of what's been been going on here like they they've been they've been fine offensively like the Chicago game they were held to under 100 but uh you know 120 points should be good enough to get you a win against the Spurs and against the 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 Nets um but you know they're 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 beaten in those two contests so it's uh you know I, I'm not I'm not gonna freak out I'm not all that worried but I do I do think you know you look at this team and you think you know in the playoffs like do you have enough guys to guard both Paul George and Kawhi? Do you have enough yeah. guys to guard both D'Angelo Russell out there on the perimeter? Uh, you know, I, I guess I shouldn't be talking about the Lakers. There's no guarantee they'll, they'll make the, <laughs> yeah. the playoffs. But pick your poison. I mean, Kyrie and, and, and Luka, like any any number of these teams, not to mention Phoenix, like every single team that Denver is going to come up against, they're going to be at the def- uh, a disadvantage defensively. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everyone, mm-hmm. maybe except for Dallas, uh, unless yeah. But, but you know, you get Kleba back, maybe you, you give it to Dallas uh, on that defensive then, side. Uh, I yeah, Kleba, I would say is probably just a he, he he's he's as good of a defender as Aaron Gordon, just in a different way. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that too. So so yeah, it's 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 rough. Like for for, for when you're looking at that outlook, as you know, Denver as this number one seed. The the best offensive uh, squad in in that conference, I would say, even when you're looking at you know a fully healthy Phoenix with Kevin Durant, like that's how good Jokic hey, is. What, what about he... Sacramento? Let's show some yeah, respect to the to the, the purple team from California. I forgot about we, the uh, Yeah, actually, I feel like we we actually, defense. I, feel, uh, I completely I like, forgot about the Kings. <laughs> I feel like this year we've uh, really overlooked the Kings. Like like I feel like we don't talk to them about them that much just in passing. I feel like last I year know. we talked about them more just to complain. We about did. Them. It's not we fun. Did. It's not fun to, to, to not be able to shit on these guys. I know, and it's not fair. You know, maybe we'll do a Kings Kings segment, but you know, I'll scratch that. What about what about I said defensively, uh, Denver? You might be better than Sacramento yeah. uh, defensively when it when it comes down to it. But but in any case, like yeah, I mean, th- this is just this is the the issue, uh, the, the the reason that I think people are kind of weary about Denver. Like Denver's not the uh, like I I know it's kind of. Sort of the sexy pick to be like, you know, people, the, the West has got to run through Denver. like Den- But like, I, I think a lot of like, you know, real fans know that Denver is not some sort of lock to come out of the West. No. Um, and it is no. not because of their offense. It's just because of their defense. And uh, yeah. and the fact, too, I mean, and then like if you want to look at anything offensively in either of these games or, you know, these games that they've lost and going back to the Toronto game that they should have lost. Fuck you, Scott Foster. Um, should be four in a row. <laughs> they um, play again Tuesday. Yeah, I know. Oh my god, I don't have high hopes for that. Whatever, we're gonna have to talk about the Raptors. I'm not looking forward to it, but fine. Jordan and I are gonna sit courtside. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, the the like, there's the defensive issue, and then still, it's like I don't know what the fuck I'm getting from from uh, uh, MPJ or Jamal Murray on a nightly basis. Like they've both been better. It's, it seems like they're both, and especially in the case of Jamal Murray, he's he's back looking more and more like himself, but. Still, have a game, you know, we'll have 24, and then the next game he'll have eight. And that's more, more yeah. of an issue for MPJ. Like, Jamal Murray's been a bit more consistent. But uh, th- those two issues, I'm, uh, you know, you're, you're circling the nuggets, and you say, you, I, I don't know. It, it's going to be a lot of just Jokic 
hero ball if if they do end up making it all the way to the uh, the finals. Either yeah. that or 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 Jamal Murray and, and uh, slash MPJ really putting it all together and and sort of becoming that consistent star that they've teased at sort of right at the right time during this playoff run. So so we'll see. We'll see. I'm not going to overreact to these three games. You know, it's it, they they've been great all year, but uh, it, it's. It's just the defense that that yeah they 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 can't afford to be slacking on that end at all or they're going to get whacked again. Yeah, well, uh, we're we're going to keep an eye on the the Nuggets and yeah, I I, I think that uh, there's a conversation to be had that uh, the first two seeds in the Western Conference might uh, might actually be uh, you know the first dominoes to fall in the Western yep. Conference depending on how the playoffs shake out. I mean, yep. uh, you you. The, they say defense wins championships, and I don't know. I, the, the the jury's out on if the the team construction and formula for for the Nuggets and the Kings is is going to last. So uh, right. we'll we'll keep an eye out and see if uh, the big Serb uh, Nikola Jokic gets targeted anymore uh, as we uh, we progress through the season. But uh, you know, another guy who was was in the he was in the MVP conversation for uh, for a, a, a second this year uh but then you know with a mix of injuries and his team not being that good uh it's uh it's definitely dwindled pretty much into there's no fucking way that he would even get a vote uh <laughs> but steph curry having an amazing overtime win uh a performance against the milwaukee bucks on saturday uh obviously uh, the bucks without Giannis tenacumpo so uh the win is uh you know great but uh not quite uh doesn't hold quite as much weight um, but Steph looked amazing, uh, you know, uh, funny after the game, uh, talking about how he's starting to get tired, sad a little bit. Uh, but, uh, you know, 36 and six, uh, he was no joke, uh, six for 15 from three point land. Uh, and he even had, you know, a great block against Drew Holiday, uh, pretty much at the buzzer to save yep. the game. Uh, and then they drew up a, a three point play for Draymond and Draymond looked like he'd never shot a basketball <laughs> in his life. I don't know why he shot it like that. That was so weird. Uh, but Still in overtime, Steph Curry takes over, hits a couple threes, uh, and uh, it, it was it was a a, a mute point. Uh, the the Warriors take the the much needed win as they keep making their way, uh, running up the the Western Conference standings kind of quietly. Don't think a lot of people are uh, are giving them that love. Yeah. Um, but even in this game, you know Steph plays great. Uh, but you look at the side of the Bucks. I mean. Nobody really played that well uh, yeah. on the Bucks. If we're being honest, this was uh, if this was a healthy, locked-in Bucks team, I, I don't think the Warriors even have a chance. Yeah. Uh, like you look at the one of their best players in the night, Chris Middleton, who really was bad. He has like I'm fully, I am 100. There's something else going on here, Jordan. Like we've <laughs> talked about him a little bit on this podcast. But I do think there's something up with uh, with Chris Middleton. At one point, he was dribbling the ball up uh, in overtime, and he just falls over. Uh, <laughs> that, I, I wasn't really sure what the yeah. hell was going on there. Uh, but this but was one of this... his better shooting games. I mean, like, oh yeah, he I mean, did look was, bad. Like this is this was probably weird. the best game he's had since he's returned. But it yeah. was it was not, it just doesn't translate. And yeah. you know, you you look at uh, the, the the way it ends up shaking out, like. Was this an amazing Steph performance, or did he kind of just catch a break uh, at the end of uh, you know a, a game where the Bucks are on the road and missing their best player? Yeah, I mean, the, I, this is a game you know that the Warriors should win. You know, without Giannis, you got to circle that and say you know, and, yeah, and yeah. again, being at home. So, so yeah, I think and no, it's, and no uh, disrespect to them. I mean, you have to win those games regardless. It's a, it's yes. a win is a win is a win. It doesn't matter yeah. if uh, Giannis plays or not. But I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get overly excited about this Warriors team where Dante Divincenzo was arguably your second best player. <laughs> yes, uh, you know the the, the Divincenzo revenge game. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Uh, and and I mean, you did have you know your other guys doing your thing. 
Looney, classic, 7 and 15. Uh, Draymond, 13 boards, 9 assists. So, you know, the Warriors were Beat up working... Dr- Jordan Poole at halftime. Yeah. <laughs> the Warriors were, you know, working their magic. Uh, you know, they're they're obviously... You know, I, I, I'll i get to the Bucks too, in a second. And, you know, it, it was a great Steph game. But, you know, just for the Warriors, you know, the people... Um, I, I, I don't think enough has been made about the fact that Andrew Wiggins is still not playing for the Warriors. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, hopefully, hopefully everything is is okay with him. I don't know exactly what's going on, what exactly the uh, family issue he's dealing with is, but like they they missed him so much. Like like that he he brings something that they just have not had this entire season. This this whole season where they've looked just just weird and out of sorts, and it's like what mm-hmm. what is this team exactly doing? Like that's that's. They had that Wiggins element in there. It would solve a lot of their their problems. Not to mention should have been the Finals uh, MVP. I know, I know. We'll we'll keep campaigning for it. But uh, no, you know, not to mention no Kaminga as well. It would have helped defensively uh, in this one. Um, you know, so so you know the 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 Bucks weren't healthy, but neither neither were the Warriors. You know, to give them that credit. But um, like the Bucks, honestly, I'm I'm like if I'm the Bucks, this is kind of like a moral victory for me. Like anytime I'm in a game without Giannis, I'm kind of like. You know what? We we did our best. Uh, like uh, the 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 Bucks don't didn't necessarily need this win. You know, it wasn't a must uh-huh. win. Like it kind of is. These these games down the stretch are a little bit for the Warriors here. Um, and and so yeah, like I'm 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 happy with what everyone brought me. But like no one no one scored over twenty. So so you're right. No one had a, you know a great game. Drew Holiday was good there at the end. Uh, but another you know seven for twenty two kind of classic Drew Holiday uh, when he's asked to do too much shooting game. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, you, you would like to see if you're the Bucks, like, yeah, something a little bit more encouraging from Middleton. Like in the past, when Giannis was out, Chris Middleton would go out and he'd score 32, he'd score yeah. 35, you know, he'd be a lead, lead scorer for you. Um, and, and yeah, to, to sort of look the way he's looked, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm really gonna have to see when, once the playoffs roll around, like, like, and, and maybe He's not even possible. in the first round. Like, yeah, like, like what the hell is going on with him? And if he can get back to anything uh, close to, you know, when, when they won the when the finals there a couple of years ago. So that's something to, to look at. But, you know, if I'm the Bucks, I'm not overly upset about this. It was kind of Steph, Steph heroics down, down the stretch there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, got contributions from everyone. Um, and, and, like, no one's, no one's really going to give you a chance against... Uh, you know the defending champs or any good team uh, w- without Giannis. You know it's it's a pleasant surprise if you get those wins, but you know that that's how important he is to them. But um, yeah, w- when you look at the Warriors, I mean, pr- pretty encouraging win, I'd say. Just overall, I mean, it was it was it was fun. It was exciting. But well, again, with that, with how give... tight the playoff race, you can't really uh, no, you got no, no games to take off, and they're they're doing things right right now. Yeah, hundred percent. But it was at home. I'm like I, I I completely have faith that the Warriors can beat. Almost anyone on any given night at home, you're mm-hmm. gonna have to go unless unless you sneak up there somehow, uh, Golden State. And I don't think that's even possible for them to. Uh, let me look at the standings here. Where are they? Well, th- th- things could go right for them, and they could get a top four seed. But that would be kind of crazy because there's they, a lot yeah, of other have to go off jostling to the year. going on. So it's like you know these Warriors who have been absolutely terrible on the road, like atrocious. Uh, are going to have to possibly play every single series they play on the road. So, yeah. you know, that that's what I'm more looking at for them. You know, it's like you you, you, you get a good win there, and you, yet Steph can carry you to wins, uh, you know, uh, that we, we've been seeing that for years. But you've got to be a team that can compete and put something together defensively on the road, which they've not been able to do. And you've got yeah. to get, uh, you know, 
at some point you've got to hope that that Wiggins can come back and give you something because like otherwise they're just going to kind of look shallow without that you know perimeter attacking element um that big sort of rebounding body that we saw was so important uh last year like they don't win last year without Wiggins. It, like people no, are acting no. like, oh, this is the same old, you know, Warriors team. You know, like the the w- Wiggins was as important, you know, almost as anyone outside of Steph and maybe Draymond. But you could even argue more than Draymond last year. I, um, I think so, in, the, in the finals, Wiggins was easily the second best player. Yeah, yeah, me too. So, so like, yeah, for, for, for when you're looking at the Warriors, yeah, they they it's good for the to, to get that win. But there more needs to happen for them to, uh, you know, to to solidly convinced me that they can actually go and repeat um so yeah so yeah but it was, i mean hey good good matchup went down to the wire you love you love the close games march madness feel uh i love it yeah yeah and uh it's it's it is march and we're you know who knows maybe by uh friday uh, fill my our next podcast we're gonna have to get our uh, our picks in there maybe some yeah. ncaa talk uh and we'll uh we'll throw that out to you guys but uh uh, uh until then we are uh we're, we're gonna wrap up uh the, the podcast and this one's gonna be a, a bit of a somber bit of a ranty i don't know this could get oh, uh could get sake. fucking crazy here uh the uh the, the toronto raptors i think that we cry i i i think we cursed them again i think we did it uh, at least i'm blame i'll blame myself you don't have to put this demon on you uh right. i i but I, I was even looking through just my notes, and I still had a couple old ones up. And one of the things was saying the Raptors are going to make the playoffs. Uh, and I just—I don't even know if I want to see them in this. Like, I'm actually kind of mad at them. Like, I want to—I yeah. feel like I want to break up with uh, the Raptors. Like, they—they're—they're yeah. they're, that's how much they're pissing me off with how much they've underperformed. Uh, like, I, and that's why a game like that Nuggets one that we've—we're uh, still complaining about. Like, that's what—that's what kills your season. Is this? Yeah. The vibes drop. You don't get the wins you're expected to win. Like uh, it, that game against the Lakers, there's no reason they couldn't have gotten that win. It's yep. there's a million and one other things going on, but I think at the end of the day, Jordan and I've kind of said this since the you know the struggles really started to come up this year. I think Nick Nurse has to be on the hot seat. He has to be clinging on for dear life for his job security. Uh, I, I've said it once. I'll say it a million more times. Just because you win a championship once. Doesn't mean that you are now uh, you're you're now on tenure with your uh, with your organization, and uh, I think that yep. Nick Nurse just doesn't he doesn't have the f- same fire as before. I mean, on the sideline, like he did, like when uh, I can't remember the last time he really did his classic Nick Nurse stupid fucking look on his face, yelling <laughs> at the refs, like just doing something to get his team together. And he hasn't really changed the game plan. Masai in the front office, you know, Bobby, they've made some moves to, to you know, get Jakob and uh, sign Will Barton, and they've tried to make it work with with Nurse's system. But I think this team, they've done they, they've done their time. It's a totally different squad. Uh, and obviously the, the personnel that they had really helped Nick Nurse's system, which is kind of a, the, the thing I was afraid of for a long time. But I did say since uh, Kawhi left, Pretty much little to no success for for Nick Nurse's squads. Uh, so yeah. if I'm if I'm being a hundred percent honest here, Jordan, I would be more than happy to you know finish the year out, uh, tank out, just uh, finish whatever however so. it goes. Just let it go. Just let the season fucking go. I don't care what happens at this point. But you got to let Nick Nurse go. Send him out to greener pastures, uh, <sighs> you know, and, and and figure this one out because. He just he just doesn't get the job done anymore, and he I, I I all the things that made me love Nick Nurse as a coach, 
he just doesn't do them anymore. And uh, I'm not really sure why, yeah. like what the blockage is here. Maybe he just doesn't give a shit anymore. I don't know. Uh, but I, I think Nick Nurse has to be, you know, probably the, the first coach fired uh, in the offseason. Yeah. Because there's I not really know. many other teams that even have, uh, there's not like a, a coach that really, really looks, uh, you know, out of place right now. He's got to be no. the, the leading candidate to be replaced. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone else is either secure or just newly hired. So you're mm-hmm. right. I, I don't know, though. Like, I think, fuck, I, I don't know what to think, man, because, like, I was off them when they lost that game after the trade deadline against Utah. I said I wasn't watching them. Ever again. Yep. They lost a close game at home. It was so frustrating. Well, they blew uh, the lead. And they, yeah, and they blew the lead. Didn't didn't uh, um, execute down the stretch at all. You know, story of this season, whatever. But then they brought me back in. So, mm-hmm. but I'm and I, I, I I'm out on them again now though. Like I, they're, they're, <laughs> it's just so, so frustrating to to look. You know, the, these toxic, three games man. that they've lost could have won all three of those games, even the Clippers won. Uh, you you were in that yep. game. Yep, yep. Um, and so you know you look at that and you think to come away zero and three is just fucking hurts. And then, like it, the the thing that's really annoying is they have the fucking hardest strength of schedule of any team in the league going down the stretch. Now they have to play the Nuggets again uh, mm-hmm. on Tuesday tomorrow. Um, so I I just don't know. Like I I do kind of want to wait and see how the season plays out. I guess. But when yeah, when you're looking at Nick Nurse, I I, I do agree he's I, I I don't like the job he's done at all. But I can't tell if it's more him or just the construction of the team and the players because I think it's obviously a little bit of both. Um, but I don't know. I, I I don't like his attitude. Every time every time he That's talks to the media, he's like, yeah. these guys have to try harder, basically. And I'm like, Nick, you're playing them eighty fucking minutes a game. Like you're giving them. Yeah. There's no like. There's no. They're trying as hard as they can, man. Like so, I, 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 if he's if he has lost the locker room, if these guys are kind of done with him, then yeah, you, you yeah. got to let him go. There's there's no there's no coming back from that, really. Well, again, you I but, think you have to look at those those top guys those, uh, the, uh, that have been around the longest, like Pascal and Fred. Well, that's the they thing. They haven't I mean, really they haven't really said much, but I don't think Fred especially is uh, is digging this whole Nick Nurse, uh, you know, playing him insane minutes, destroying his I knees. Uh, like, I, they, they seem a little frustrated. I don't think they're ever going to publicly say anything. I think these guys are, uh, you know, they, they yeah. have the mutual respect still, but I think they probably are like, you know what, this fucking guy is not going to get us anywhere anymore. Well, well, that's, that. yeah, and if that's the feeling, then yeah, he's got to go. But if there's some sort of, if there's this weird kind of camaraderie and these guys kind of like after the Tampa season where it's like this is a this is a blip like you know we we still we're still if if they're staying together as this unit like Fred uh, Pascal Nick Nurse maybe OG a little bit even though he wasn't mm-hmm. really on the court if they're staying together as this like unit that won a championship together and they're all still close and they all still want to compete together then I'm fine to give Nick Nurse another chance but. There's got to be, it's got to be one or the other Masai. Like, you can't keep doing this either thing. You either got to get rid of, you, you got to say, okay, this team I fully believe in, but Nick Nurse is just isn't the right guy. So you get you got to either get him out of there or completely overhaul, like, the, the rotation part of this roster. Like, fine if or, you want to re-sign all these guys. Or maybe sign one more 6-9 wing. Yeah, yeah, maybe go back. Yeah, the... That'll fix it. <laughs> but, like... Get 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 some semblance of a real basketball team. Like the Raptors are still, you look at them and it's like even when people talk good about them, it's like you know, 
to talk about them in a positive light. It's like, oh, this is a great fun experiment. Like it's all the Raptors yeah, have always been yeah. this experiment. I'm like, I don't want to be an experiment anymore. Can I? Can we be an actual team that makes sense yeah. where we have multiple guards, where we have players that back each other up, like in the depth chart where it makes sense, and you've got like rather than just these these long armed lanky dudes that you throw out there who can't shoot that you just hope something can can be made of. So I. I I don't think I'm quite ready to say give up on Nick Nurse yet, but it depends. It depends if he's still got the trust of these guys and especially the top guys. And especially, too, you've got Scotty Barnes, like your 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 rookie, your your guy who you've kind of you're going to hand the, the keys to the franchise over to at some point. He better like Nick Nurse because that's yeah. the, that's the relationship that that really matters. So, you know, it, 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 it depends, Matt. It, he should be on the hot seat 100 percent. But. I don't know. If anything right now, I'm leaning towards Masai better get to fucking work. He better get on the phones. You know, we got to figure out who's staying. If, if, if Fred is staying or if, or if, um, uh, freaking Gary is staying, if either one of them are, are opting out and walking who you're mm-hmm. trying to resign. If that's yak, if that's, uh, you know, a Siakam extension, whatever all this stuff is, figure that shit out, make an actual team, um, and then I'm fine if you give Nick Nurse one more chance. But if you're, if I just honestly, Matt, I'm, I'm more ticked at the front office than I am even at Nick Nurse, and that's saying something because I'm pissed at Nick Nurse. So I don't know. There's there's a lot of feelings I'm feeling. Um, but this has been like the season from hell. This has been worse than the Tampa season because the Tampa season it was easy to just say yeah. throw it away. Yeah. Uh, but this this has been awful. Like they're just you know they they're dragging me along. They've got the carrot out in front of me. Uh, yep. You know, pulling it away every time I try and grab it. Um, so yeah, Nick Nurse, I wouldn't be, I, uh, yeah, let's put it this way. I love Nick Nurse after he won the championship the year after in the bubble. He was awesome. I was like, this is best coach in the NBA, yeah. untouchable. So the fact that I'm even thinking, you know, fine, if he's gone, I don't really care. That shows how, how far, far this team has fallen and how, uh, how awful it's been, man. It's been, it's been terrible. It's been terrible. I'm, put, I'm putting the gauntlet down here, man. The ultimatum set. Because, again, I'm saying, he doesn't yes. look dialed in on the bench. He needs to do something, like, yeah, he needs extra. some rest, too. Fuck's sake. No, fuck him. He needs to work <laughs> harder. Uh, yeah. What, what needs Takes to happen, advice. If they play, when they play the Nuggets, this, uh, coming, it's, this is Tuesday. Uh, oh, these are never going Nuggets. You never want to do this to yourself. If he doesn't get a technical, because <laughs> okay. they're going to be losing this game. They're going to be losing this game. They're going to be down. <laughs> I need to see that old Nicky Is Scott Nikki Foster nurse. reffing this again? I, I hope so. But he needs to get a technical. He needs to be out there to actually, like, you know, show he's dialed in because that was something that he used to do. I feel like he used to get ejected, like, two or three times a season. Uh, yeah. Maybe probably wasn't that frequently, but he always was out there running on the court. Like, now I feel like he's almost like he does, like, the arms. He's straight, what, what, what? But he doesn't actually care. Like, he's just <laughs> doing it for the appearance of it. He used yeah. to really care. And, I mean, we've talked about it with other players. I mean, it's the same way with coaches or really anybody in life. When you hit that success or that goal that you've been always looking and fighting up for, if you can't re kind of revitalize your mind into wanting to find a new goal uh, or just resetting it, uh, you know it, it doesn't work. You're not going to hustle as much. You're not going to work yep. as hard. And I think that's what's uh, the deal with Nick Nurse right now. I think he's kind of complicit. I think he's happy that he won the championship. No one can say shit about him because he yeah. he did. It was rookie year. He won uh, the, the the NBA championships as a head coach, and no one could take that away from him. So at the end of the day, what does he care? He's made millions of dollars. He's set for life. Like he can go fucking join the Arkells, uh, play with them on the road, or, or whatever. He <laughs> I think can do that's whatever what he wants. wants to do. I think that's why he's upset. He just wants to be a musician. Uh, and, exactly. Uh, 
So yeah. I, I, I think what I need to see from him is a little bit of fire, especially when you're clawing your way into the plan. You need to do something, a little bit extra, just, just to give your team a fighting chance. So, Nick, if you're listening, and I know you are, man, if you really want to prove you're a big dog and you, uh, you belong with the Raptors, you get a technical anytime. I don't care oh. if it's even at the very end of the game. Actually, no, it has to be within the first three quarters. Okay. Or, like, or if it's a close, if it's close in the fourth quarter, yeah, if the yeah. Nuggets are up, if the Nuggets are up twenty, and then you're like, okay, uh, the big dogs gave me this fuck challenge, you. and then runs on the court. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, that, that doesn't truck count. Man. Scott Foster just takes him down. Okay. I mean, I'd be well, happy if, with that. If he did that, I would be, yeah. I'd be hundred percent in a job security for life. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, you Nick, kill you Scott Foster. Uh, you know, this is like a mob. Uh, you know, ultimatum. Mm-hmm. Like Nick, yeah, you exactly. either kill, you either kill him. Uh, or or we whack you, man. So you got Scott Foster. He's on the hit list. Uh, it's got to be done by Nick Nurse. You know what would help too if Drake was down there on the sideline, gave him a little shoulder massage, mm-hmm. get him, got him going a little bit. That hasn't happened in a while. Where are the goddamn vibes? You know, I, that's that's all I want. I don't even care if the Raptors are losing these yeah. last games. Feels like they've been on the road for for so long. Like I know they haven't. You oh, know, and it's a normal they, season, but maybe, maybe ML, it's MLSEs driving us to to oh, all want to fight each other. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, I, I just want uh, some some home games will be nice. You know, I think the Raptors yep. have they've done all their big road trips. They've been out to LA. I don't know if they've done the Texas one yet, but I know they went out to Portland, um, and they've been down. You know, in the in the south southwest or you know, southeast, I should say a little bit. So hopefully, a lot of these games towards the end here are at home, um, and uh, they can take advantage of that. But but yeah, I like it. I like it. The Nick Nurse technical get some fire back under his ass. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or or one of the assistants, Earl Watson, go get a technical. I would love to see yeah. that. Yeah, spit, Jamal get the old spitball going. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, but uh, you know, and, and this is another ultimatum for everybody else listening. Uh, go f- follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk or Scott Twitter, Foster dies. TikTok. Whoa, Actually, that's about no, no, because now yeah, people no are not going to want to follow us now. <laughs> Thanks, man. And Scott Foster is going to die. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you, I was going to say no podcast on Fridays. Uh, but uh, we'll probably still upload that's, regardless. But uh, go go follow threat. us. Go follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk uh, if you aren't already. Uh, helps us grow the podcast, and uh, we can bring you uh, better and more content uh, more frequently. So uh, yeah. at Big Dog Ball Talk, especially on Twitter, that's where we're most active. But Instagram and TikTok, uh, go check us out as well. Uh, yeah. But we will be back on Friday. Uh, hopefully, a little bit more to recap. Not uh, the the craziest weekend that we've had, uh, but I think we've also been spoiled by a, a lot of crazy busy weekends uh as of late uh, to yep. recap but uh we'll be back with more on friday's podcast uh march madness picks and predictions coming up as well so uh stay tuned for that uh but this has yep. been big dog ball talk with matt eichhorn and jordan flegel and as my good friend jordan always says uh yeah i mean the great oscars last night right matt did you watch that thing hmm? didn't know they were on man <laughs> yeah yeah have you did you see the the, the, the film thespian. that won did you see the film that won uh, Best Picture, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once? Have you seen that, Matt? No. You gotta watch that. Uh, no. You no. and Savannah gotta watch that. It's it's no. incredible, man. It's 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 an amazing film. Alex, have you seen it? I'm sure Alex has seen it. Alex, chime in, man. Yep, it was great. Um, but uh, Matt, go watch that. Uh, everything else, you know, I don't know. I didn't watch Elvis. Um, I don't know. Um, otherwise, uh, mm. there you go. Yeah, give me the give me the Elvis impression on the way out, Matt. And then okay. Alex, Alex plays sure. that with something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, play, play nothing like a hound dog. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, 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 baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> Jordan, baby. Come on. I, no, I should have, no, no. should have uh, lost the Oscar, baby. I should have been winning. Oh. Uh, should have been getting, uh, should have been getting an Oscar, baby. <laughs>
Now I can't now stop speaking like it. Now I can speak. Oh, now do Arnold. Uh... This is great. You're the one the Oscar. Yeah. Did he ever win an Oscar? I don't know. He I got five it. Oscars. 